Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, November 12th, as we continue with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees breakthrough album. Today is a special day as we stay on the same day of releasing records as yesterday mm-hmm. and go to Nevermind by Nirvana. And today, the 30th anniversary edition of this album comes out. Mm. Um, Treasure Trove of Great Stuff. Again, as of the time of this recording, we do not have access to that recording. Mm -hmm. So we're going on what they put out to the world then. And and a little bit of some of what they put out subsequent on re-releases. But we do not have access to the 30th. Yeah. This was recorded April of 1990 and May 2nd through 28th of 91 and June the 1st through 9th of 91 at Sound City in Van Nuys, California and Smart Studios in Madison, Wisconsin. It was released on September 24th of 1991 by DGC Records. And it is Nirvana's second album. And they were inducted in 2014 by Michael Stipe. Oh, man. I love, not only do I love this album, but I love the fact that Michael Stipe is who inducted them into the Hall of Fame. Kurt Cobain absolutely loved and respected Michael Stipe and R.E.M., in general so yeah. much mm-hmm. that like he just loved their style what they were able to create and you know it sounds so weird like when you think of nirvana and rem you know you well, think you of know. like college radio rem mm-hmm. um not necessarily um ag- like a, i don't think of rem as like an aggressive no. band i feel like they're very like poppy lyrically so solid i feel like but but nirvana i feel is just like gritty raw raw talent that's just like throwing you on the mat with their you know guitar playing their sound all well, of this i i want to phrase it i i agree with you wholeheartedly mm-hmm. i want to phrase that slightly different mm-hmm. and say we're going to do all of those things with our three-man band. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And that is definitely a factor to bring up when you're talking about Nirvana mm-hmm. is, remember, guys, this is three people. Mm-hmm. All of that sound, three people. Mm-hmm. And the three-man band is always an exciting thing because there's really not any room for a lead singer, yeah. if you will, no, we need you to play something too, man. Yeah, you, and, you have to play something. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people would agree this album was diamond certified in the U.S., which I'm sure would please Kurt to no end. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as Canada and France and platinum or better in 16 other countries. Well, the, just, just, in, just think of the first, what, five, six tracks. Smells Like Teen Spirit. In Bloom, Come As You Are, Breed, Lithium, Poly. Like. That's six. Think of the the first six tracks. It's just like, 
holy cow. Like, what are you doing? That, yeah, you have. And Hang you, on, I'm going to listen to that again. You, you have Smells Like Teen Spirit, arguably one of the most aggressive songs of the 90s that literally killed hair bands. And at the end of the first side, you have an acoustic track in Polly that's just like, wait, what? I'm going to mess with you like Abbey Road. It's, yeah, it's just, yeah, this is, like, I remember, I remember where I was, to tell you the power of this album, I remember where I was the first time I heard Smells Like Teen Spirit. I remember I had a boom box mm. at the end of my bed, I'm doing homework. And it came on, I love it, or list it on the radio. And it was one of those things where it was like that ding, 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 ding. And it was just like everything just was like, I don't care about anything else in the world. And I like put my head in between the two speakers of that tiny little boom box, turned it up as loud as it would go with, you know, without my parents coming in to yell at me and was just like, Every, everything that's happening right now, I don't know why I'm changing, but I am changing. And it was like, it, it became it. It became it. Well, the uh, the crafter behind what you heard was Butch Vig. And um, he also, around the same time, produced Gish by the Smashing Pumpkins which is another fantastic album I'm sure we'll get into some other time. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, Kurt originally refused to double track his vocals, but Butch Vig got him to do it by saying, John Lennon double tracked. (laughs) I mean, what do you say to that? You can't argue it. You stand up at that microphone, yeah. you do it. Yeah, you can't argue it. Double it up, Butch. Do Double it. it up. So Kurt uh, said, in his words, and I quote, Butch Vig recorded the album perfectly. Yeah, that's you can't argue with it at all. This is it's a, it's a seminal album of the of the nineties. And back to what Jay just said. Um, Kurt Cobain said that the songs on Nevermind were influenced by the Pixies, R.E.M., the Smithereens, and the Melvins. Mm. I hear some other stuff, um, including but not limited to Teenage Fan Club, that I happen to know that Kurt was a fan of. There's a few famous pictures where he's wearing a Teenage Fan Club Mm t-shirt, and I can hear that in the melodic sensibilities and the Mm -hmm. vocal harmonies which you wouldn't really think of Nevermind as, oh, wow, check out those vocal harmonies. That's not something that you were really drawn to, but Mm -hmm. 30 years later, we're listening to it for the how many zeros at the end of that number time? Several. And looking back on it, and it's like, oh, yeah, man, listen to those freaking vocals. Like, I didn't even pay attention to that the first 29 and a half years. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, I suck. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it. but there's so much to digest in this album that, you know, it's almost hard to take it all in in one pass. It's impossible to take it in one pass. So the original title was Sheep. Mm. And um, by the time it was coming time to actually cement that decision, uh, Kurt was bored of the title Sheep. So he said to Chris Novoselic, the bass player, why don't we just call it Nevermind? And Chris was like, yeah, let's do that, man. That's perfect. good. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the perfect title for this album. If you're a gearhead, I will throw out to you that Kurt Cobain used a 60s Fender Mustang, a Fender Jaguar with DiMarzio pickups, and some Fender Stratocasters with Humbucker Bridge pickups. He also used a lot of distortion and chorus pedals to achieve the actual sound. Um, all of that was in there. Chris Novoselic uses a 1976 and 79 Gibson Ripper, which is a hell of a bass. Mm. It's heavy, mm-hmm. for one. Not just like the sound. The, the actual, actual instrument, instrument <laughs> is heavy. Mm. Um but the interesting thing about it is he tuned his bass down one and a half steps to D flat, quote, to get this fat ass sound, unquote. Well, that's congratulations. You have succeeded. You have. It's fat. Yeah. And the album cover is also one of the most iconic of all time. It's one of those things where when you see it, you're like, oh, yep, that's there is no mistaking it. There is no denying it. It is the perfect album cover for not only that time, but it was the perfect album cover for this type of music. It was the perfect album cover for this band. Um, for you know, these particular people, yeah. it really um, yeah. cemented a lot of their intention mm-hmm. and kind of gave you a visual representation of all of the messages that you will receive on this yeah. album. I mean, it's slightly comical, but serious, but it, it, there's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's perfect. So the album cover has a baby swimming underwater with a U.S. dollar bill on a fish hook in front of him just out of his reach. Mm-hmm. Um, DGC prepared an alternate cover Thank God they didn't use it. Uh, without the exposed child, um, because Kurt Cobain said the only compromise he'd be willing to accept would be a sticker covering the genitalia reading, if you're offended by this, you must be a closet pedophile. God bless that man. And DGC was like, yeah. you know, it's cool. Put the baby on there. Yeah. Yeah, thank God, because yeah, you—that's—that's that's exactly he's one hundred percent correct. Like goodness gracious, let's. Ugh. I feel like the person sitting there trying to push the alternate cover yeah. was like, "All right, you've got a point." Yeah. Well, and at the same time, I don't think you could do that cover now. I really don't. I don't think it would happen now. I, no. I don't. I don't think you could. Not when we're questioning houses of the holy. Yeah. Uh, blind faith. Yeah, I really don't. No, not today. But it's quality, and I love Breed, Polly, 
lithium mm-hmm. on a plane, you know, just as far as like not the huge singles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a really cool album mm-hmm. when you when you put it juxtaposed with Bleach, which was their oh, first yeah. one. Yeah, um, it's, it's more a- polished and more radio ready. Yeah. More ready for you to learn who Nirvana is yeah. than that first record was. And you can they they grew up musically. Like they became everybody became better players. And they added Dave Grohl, which that's never going to be a bad decision in your band. Well, let's add Dave Grohl to our band. Okay, yeah, you just got about ten times better. And that's what they said is, you know, after the previous drummer left and they were like, hey, let's, uh, and, you know, as soon as he was there, they were like, uh, this is it. This, is this it. clicks. Yeah. Um, interesting side note, if you do get a copy of the Deluxe Edition, mm-hmm. which was one of the re-releases between the first one and what they're putting out today, um, instead of a $1 bill, it has a $20 bill. Well, there it is. Uh, album for the day today, uh, November the 12th is Nevermind by Nirvana. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album, the number four, the day. Uh, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast, and feel free to give us an email at album, the number four, the day, at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. I'm on a plane. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!